Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right. Good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. So, on this fine Monday evening, uh, it is the sun is setting here on the East Coast, and I'm actually, I'll, we'll confirm in a second what time zone it is because it's been so long since I've been where this gentleman is tonight, that as we're streaming live here, uh, I don't know if it, I'm guessing it's East Coast time. I have no idea. He'll clarify for that in a second because we're talking to Mexico. That's right. Our guest co-host is down getting some sun, some probably some beaches, and probably some amazing fresh uh, ocean air coming in. So uh, this gentleman got connected with me thanks to shout out to Courtney of Zippy Content. She's one of my first ever people to start like reaching out to me about podcast guests. I'm like, sure, I, I have a whole team that does that. But if you want to send me great people, that's awesome too. So this gentleman, ladies and gentlemen, here he is. Mentor, speaker. Uh, he's very passionate about helping entrepreneurs. Uh, and that's big nowadays because a lot of people just throw around that entrepreneurial word. And they don't really realize what it takes to actually own that. And uh, he definitely loves to connect with thought leaders gain clarity on you know zones of genius and actually we were just chatting before we hit record tonight and this new concept he's building around the a symposium mastermind as well and one thing i really decided to accept him to come in for is because i love geeking out about nlp and he's a master nlp practitioner and practitioner a lot of people don't understand that yet either so you know without further ado let's bring him on he's 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 airing from cancun mexico uh mike zeller welcome to the show <laughs> See, si, senor. Uh, excited to be here, and it's beautiful down here in Cancun, and it's pretty much uh, reasonably open. No yes. mask uh, once you're in the hotel, and it feels uh, amazing to be down here, and amazing to connect with another uber-talented entrepreneur. So glad to connect and so glad it, to so have be on your show, brother. I'll tip you later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, I, I, let's just dive right in here, man. How long have you been in Mexico right now, by the way, as we're recording? Uh, about 24 hours. So we got here wow. yesterday, but we're here for two weeks. So, 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 here, just... so here's a shout out, man. That, that's hustle. Okay. Look at the guy, the guy finally gets an escape, uh, during COVID here. Cause obviously this 2020 is just going to be called the year of COVID. And you just said, you know what? I got to get out of town, but I'm going to go ahead and book a couple podcasts while I'm at it too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's, it's funny. We've, uh, we made it a goal to travel for four months. Wow. Uh, we made it, that was about May 11th, okay. uh, somewhere right around then. Uh, about a week later, we had our house rented out and we had movers scheduled and uh, we went to Charleston for a month and then uh, back to Nashville, Alaska. Uh, we were just in Alaska and then um, Mexico and then we're like, where the freak else can we go now? <laughs> I got I got to get to Alaska. My My wife and I just got married last year. And yes. we did a heli skiing wedding to uh, the Canadian Rockies up in Banff. So, yeah, dude, so amazing. Hel- helicopters, backcountry skiing, you know, let's do it. <laughs> that, that's a hell yes. That's it. Well, actually, so our hashtag is hashtag heli yes. So that is the hashtag from that event. And I've been still trying to control <laughs> that in the online space. There's a few other companies using it, but... Sorry, if you if you use that hashtag, you're going to get cycled in with a whole lot of cool uh, wedding photos. So with a lot of skiing, so... <laughs> Uh, but that is, so let, let's pause on that subject, right? We're going to talk about entrepreneurship. We'll talk about mindset. We're going to talk about success and, and how to obviously build into an expert. I know all these things about you already. We've never podcasted before, but let's talk about what we're just hinting at here, right? I mean, Heli, yes, uh, Cancun, Mexico. Like, why, why not, right? A lot of us are just busting our butts, 
putting in the hustle, trying to grow stuff. And you go ahead and book a podcast. And then, like, next thing you know, you're like, you know what? Let's get out of Dodge. Let's go on a, a vacay. But I'm not going to cancel the podcast. I'm going to go ahead and 24 hours into my vacay, still do it. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, you're, you're my third podcast of the day, in fact. I was like, oh, wow. Uh, okay. I, didn't, I didn't realize I had three today. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, it, it's just like, you know, we can we can accept what life brings us or we can create our own limitations and our own standards. It's, it's like that old uh, George Bernard Shaw, uh, I think it was, um, or, you know, uh, the people in life that actually make a difference are the are the unreasonable people because we demand something that the world does not want to provide and we we almost force it into the world and i'm like you know what we're gonna enjoy this you know i'm not gonna let my business suffer now certain things are in i'm fortunate that i don't own a bricks and mortar store right like those businesses are definitely you know there's circumstances beyond control but i'm my wife and i we're gonna go create and we're not gonna let um, we'll adjust like we were supposed to be in uh, Europe right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So every year. I say traveling to Europe right now is not that easy. So. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and life is beautiful, man. It's like, even in the midst of a pandemic, I'm like, you know, we are in our version of the great depression in the early stages of our generations only experience with us, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And but it's a chance to remake ourselves and a chance to, um, you know, you got to put yourself in also in different places to go and remake yourself. Like, so that's, that's why we're here. You know, I've been in the process of remaking myself for a couple of years and uh, it's a fun, beautiful adventure. So I, I love how you're saying remake yourself, right? The process. So a lot of people forget that, by the way, some of the most successful things that could happen in your life don't happen overnight, right? There's a process. Mm-hmm. Every so often, you got that rare, like, pff, all of a sudden, somehow you just tripped over a diamond and you got a mine. Yeah. I mean, awesome. Yeah. But in most situations, there is a design process. There is, uh, and I'll take one of your words, an architectural uh, process, right? Because you do dub yourself a business architect, right? You, mm-hmm. You've been around the block there. I think you've, what have you done, like 10 companies or something like that already? Yeah, I've, uh, it's over 10. It's about approaching 16, 17 now, something like that. And then, But not all, like, either sold them, kept, moved on, yeah. migrated them into different businesses. Like, how many live businesses do you have now? Live, I really have, you know, I have two partnerships and then my, my coaching business. Okay. And then I'm becoming a partner in another venture. Same so. Can you imagine trying to do well, 10 to 16? And right plus now? a couple that I invested in that I have a good slice of equity. Nice. Nice. So, by the way, those are the best ones, right? Like, you invest, and then it's just like, <laughs> sit on autopilot, let, let, it, let, yeah. it, let it just nurture it once in a while, you know? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, creating businesses, right? Like, helping us realize that, hey, one day I would like to be able to, during a worldwide pandemic, escape for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and, and do something in another country because I can. Uh, now, granted, from day one, not everybody can do that. But there's no reason why you can't, architecturally plan, figure this out, build the, build the, uh, the structure so you can enjoy those rewards. So uh, I think a lot of people though don't, they just want everything tomorrow. I've been guilty of it years ago. I forced myself so hard a couple of times. I, I hurt myself financially. I hurt myself professionally and I had to learn from those processes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have you ever actually had that happen to you by the way, before this success now? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, my 20 really part of 2017, 2018, 2019 were like, my year years of the tunnel like as a man we often go through a tunnel 
you know, it's sometimes called the midlife crisis, but where just crap falls apart, nothing seems to work, you can't get traction, things spin out of control, and uh, and so that that was my year, of, you know, or my season where you know I lost over a million dollars in a three-year time period. Um, I mean, in the last two years, I paid off about two point two million in total debt. I had to sell some assets and real estate, of course, for part of that, but. Um, yeah, it was incredibly painful and, um, and lost some of what I had built for several years. And, but in the process of it, it's kind of like a caterpillar becoming a butterfly, you know, it's, it's painful. You got to let go of what you had to become who you're called to be in the next chapter. I I do love that point of learning to let go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, I've, I've learned from that process as well. I think a lot of us have underestimated that. Yes, there's sometimes you can maybe hold on a little bit longer just to see what you're going to get out of it. But I kind of tell you how many times I've learned this in the financial markets that it doesn't always work that way. You sometimes yeah. you just got to like, you know, let's just sell, reinvest in a different portfolio, move on. I mean, you got to know when to draw the line. And I think as we get more experience in life and we move on through that process, you do get better at it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't bulletproof you. You can still make the mistakes. So it's not, it sounds like financially you've learned a lot of uh, from some of those, <laughs> some of those transitions. So those are big numbers. Uh, to toss around. Yeah, I have, I have, they were some painful mistakes, but at the end, you know, it's like uh, behind every setback is a seed of an equal or greater opportunity. And it's, it's so true. It's like, man, um, this year will be my most profitable year ever mm-hmm. personally. Um, next year should be massive, even in the midst of this craziness. And, I, you know, in the midst of pandemic, I came up with a book concept called Twice Born, How a Crisis Can Remake You. Mm. Like at the beginning, early in March is when I came up with the idea. Like in the first oh, week Oh, before or this seven. really fully cooked, kicked into, you know, kicked into yeah. speed here. I mean, this and is... Exactly. And so we, we wrote it in two months. You and your it's, wife? It's got, uh, and another uh, uh, partner, co-writer. But I'm, I'm the lead author on it, but we created it. And it's got to go through editing and get the book cover designed this month. Already got a publisher signed off on it. You and I are on the right same goal. timeline. Yeah. I'm finishing yeah. my first book. So Sweet. Yeah. And I, luckily, I, I, fi- I, finally, I finally manned up. Actually, coming into the crisis. This is funny on yeah. timing, right? Coming into the crisis, I'm like, all right, I wrote the book last year. And then just, oh, I'll have, I'm going to have this out by the beginning of the year. And it didn't happen. And I don't know. I mean, I guess we could all call them excuses, right? I mean, I'm a go-getter, but I had other priorities and I sure. want to get this book out to, but I just didn't really own it. And I said, finally, I said, you know what? I have an editor. I've had her on the podcast multiple times. I'm on her podcast multiple times. She's a professional editor. She's worked with people that have been on my show as well. I'm like, okay, she's established. She's so, so bust my balls. She'll tell me to get stuff done. Like, yeah. let's, let's go. Right. And so I, I went and dropped a few grand, uh, a few mm. grand at, at, as, as the, whole pandemic was kicking into gear and i was like you know what i already said yes so this is yeah. working me harder and it's funny you mentioned about businesses becoming more successful so granted not everybody's businesses are succeeding right the i think this time of of transition which is interesting uh, when your book comes out if you're going to be hinting on this but it's i know this is a very hurtful statement for some people but i tell that only the strong will survive right mm-hmm. so i tell people like okay if you're somebody who can embrace change if you're somebody who can innovate if you're if you're the person who knows also when to let certain things go and maybe mm-hmm. it's time to start that new chapter and move on, you'll succeed. You can. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones who don't know when to let go or the ones whose businesses were already stretched to the max 
going mm-hmm. into this, probably going to crash and burn, right? Yep. Like, look at Hertz rental car. I mean, Hertz rental car going bankrupt. Really? You're yeah. an international brand, which tells me none, none of the other international car rental brands, you know, are claiming bankruptcy. So it tells me that you clearly did something behind the scenes and overstretch yourself, you know, push yourself too far. Maybe you were running your whole company on credit. I don't know. I, I'm waiting for all that to come out and they're going to crash and burn. So it's a shame. I have friends that actually work for them and I, mm-hmm. I didn't wish them upon anybody, but it's like only the strong will survive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's crazy. I made a list of like, I think I've got like 18 household names mm-hmm. that have declared bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. We're going to have the greatest run of bankruptcies we've seen in, since the great depression era of it's well, we did it, see a know, lot in 08 and 09 so yeah but, it's gonna, this is gonna it. be at a different level yeah 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 because and and i you know i don't fault anyone you know i've gone through my financial challenges it's just like man and some things are out of your control and and uh but you you know some things were you know and uh who knows what happens happened with hertz but it's like man at the end of the day, you know, you go through these crises and it sounds like you've, you've been through some, right. Where you, you overextend or you stretch or things don't play out the way you predicted. And, but at the end of the day, man, if, if you embrace it, you get, there's almost like a inner battle of like, what is my controllable and what's out of my control? And then how do I allow this to flow through me and transform me yeah. for the next season? So it can catapult me into the next season. Well, it's funny. We're talking about this because luckily, because I am still in editing, uh, I'm actually doing a weekly one-on-one session with my editor right now. We're just punching okay. through one chapter at a time. And like last week, just in editing, we added another 1,500 words just because yeah. of how good she is. And she's able to, she's like, oh, she's like, you're definitely not a writer. You're a speaker. She's like, just having me getting you to talk about these different points that was confusing me in your editing and then she's just, boom, she's just typing away in the background. She's like, just trust it, let it happen. And then she reads it back. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds way better. And she's like, yeah, she's like, you just need somebody to pull it out of you. So the editing is already going great. I'm loving it. Yeah. And I already know that I'm going to be adding a lot more to the, I have a chapter called Embracing Change. Because uh, I, I part of my backstory with the fire and the logo here is that, you know, corporate guy turned uh, wildland firefighter out west and then, wow. then morphed into entrepreneurship over the years. So so there's a lot of change in that career. There's a lot of change in all careers and all professions. But w- going from wearing these such significantly different hats is definitely something I want to put into that book because mm-hmm. I want to help people understand that not everybody has to go become a wildland firefighter. Not everybody has to go and be a paramedic. Uh, but one thing that is shown consistently across it is the more you start embracing change, the easier it gets mm-hmm. and the more fun you can have with it. In the beginning, yes, very stressful, uh, psychologically damaging sometimes, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's only going to make you stronger. And that's why, like, when this whole COVID thing hit, I've not been worried at all. And my yeah. business is actually growing uh, well, during this. So it's interesting to see how this is all unfolding. Yeah. What's your, um, what's your book on? What's that? What's your book title and what's it, what's it on? Well, we're still finalizing the titles because I was going to call it. So you want to be a hot shot, right? Like a big question mark, because that's what I thought I wanted to be. Right. It's like, Oh, I'm leaving corporate world. This is going to be amazing. I did it for two years. Risked my life. It was amazing. So many stories. And and then as we're editing it, she's like, you know, you might just want to call it hot shot and leave it generic. And now we're going through the edit. She's like, Oh, she's like, I could totally see you spinning off another book just for the business sector. 
And I was like, okay, let's just, whoa, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's just finish the book, okay? This is probably talking for a year. Uh, but the, the whole point of the initial title, So You Want to Be a Hotshot, was back when I was considering this, uh, after I found out about this career, because I'm an East Coast guy, I didn't, mm-hmm. what the hell's a hotshot? What's, what's wildland firefighting as a, as a profession? Like, there's so many tiers, like hotshot's yeah. one of the elite. I didn't know any of this stuff. So I was like, yeah. what is this? So I was Googling it all the time, you know, before, yeah, yeah. back when Google was still growing in Google. Um, I mean, this is back in 06, 07. And then I didn't yeah. do it. I didn't do it until 2010, 2011. Mm. But wow. so that question always kept coming back in my head, you know, and I guess it kept building steam and building steam. And I was like, so by the time 2010 hit, I was, uh, I was back in school on nights and weekends doing a, a BS in marketing and psychology outside of my career. And I was like, okay, once this is done, I'm done with this financial career. I hated it. I'm, t- I'm taking the leap. I'm just going to mm. go for it. So a lot, a lot of stuff behind that title. So you know, yeah, I love it. We'll see what the final title ends up because that's going to drive the book art. As you know, you know, this is your book. He's like, okay, well the title and the art do have to really tie together there. So mm-hmm. um, no doubt. Now did you guys, did you end up hiring an editor? Are you guys doing self editing? What are you doing? No, I got an editor. Yeah, for sure. She's okay. uh, the editor I'm hiring. Is, is She's really top notch. So nice. Cause it, it, you know, we're going with a, with a publisher where we will be in bookstores and all that stuff. And it's like, man, um, and I'm just big on hire the best you can and, and get out of their way. You know, it's like, you know, the DIY uh, entrepreneur hustle uh, side hustle model is like, uh, you know, you hustle and grind it, but like what's a billionaire do Mm -hmm. is like, Hey, who's the best freaking person I can afford to hire. There you go. And sometimes you go a little bit further on the afford factor because uh, yeah, yeah. then it, it forces that skin into the game, right? Exactly. And that's why I did it. And, and it was funny because even last week again, she's like, hey, so where's your comfort level at? And I said, Hillary, just rip the lid off. All right. If you need to call me <laughs> out, just call me out. So, I mean, left, we, have, we have another call tomorrow. We're going to do another, another run through again. And she actually said, she's like, I think this week and next week, she's like, you're going to be hauling butt. We're, we could probably bang out more than one chapter in a session because – she wasn't expecting me to flow as fast last week. And I told her like, I'm like, you're the professional. I was like, just fix it. <laughs> like, yeah, if you yeah. told me, if you told me I, I wrote a crappy, then fix it. Tell me, tell me what I screwed up. Just tell me what you're going to do. And I'll probably say yes. Like it's yeah. because like, like you just said, Mike, it's like, I don't have time to try and figure out what a real author is. Although she did correct me on that. I said it to her last week and she's just like, Scott, you've already been published in magazines and you've already written the book. You are an author. Just yes, own yes. it. She's like, I'm yeah. just going to make you look better. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah. So it, it's great though. It's nice knowing that. And and you said billionaires, millionaires, multi, multi-successful people. It's like, dude, that's not my, my jam. All right. I got other stuff. That's my jam. I'm focusing on pay somebody mm-hmm. to take care of that for you. Make it look great. Um, yeah. And it's really important to me too, actually, because I'm self-publishing, not mm-hmm. doing that route. Because I, I, something something you said earlier in the show, I want to make sure we came back to was uh, like my wife. She, she's a equine horse veterinary doctor, doctor of chiropractic for animals. Yeah. Uh, she's got a co-founder, and they've got their own practice. They just hired a new doctor as well, so they're growing because uh, they were an essential business through all of this. But they have a brick and mortar office, and I don't want anything brick and mortar. So it's funny you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, like no brick and mortar. I don't want that physical. Now, some people you need to do that. Uh, I prefer mm-hmm. to live virtual, online, travel, etc. That's just, I just want to make sure we brought that back to that point because I 
yeah, brick and mortar. I'm like, no, I'm good, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had a couple, couple of them. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's okay. It, like even nowadays it's, it's, it, let's tie that forward right into this transition. You're in Mexico. I'm still here in Pennsylvania. I'm trying to find a way to find a, a, a healthier country to go visit and support mm-hmm. their economy with a little getaway with my wife too. And that's the advantage of that. I could run my business from anywhere. All I need is my laptop. Actually, to be fair, I probably don't even need my laptop. I could probably run 90% of my business now with all the systems I put in place off my iPhone. Yeah, so crazy. It's pretty cool we have that. And that's so important now, right? During COVID, look how many companies, even Twitter. Twitter, like, started saying, hey, let's let's make our employees work remote, help them through this yeah. transition. And then they finally just came back and said, that's it, permanent. Yeah. Everybody get to work from home for the rest of your lives, as long as you work for our company. They, <laughs> that was one of the first companies during COVID right now to actually just come right out and say it. And yeah. it makes sense. They're a virtual online company. Like, why mm-hmm. wouldn't you have most of your people working remote? So. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. But not everybody's ready for it, right? Yep. 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 It's true. And, you know, it's going to be a really interesting, like I sold an office building in May, closed on it. Thank God. Like, um, I'm like, dude, I don't know what's going to happen with the office space with retail. Um, it's really accelerating our usage of e uh, Amazon, like Amazon's. Oh, Amazon's uh, crushing it, dude. Yeah. Dude. They were crushing it before this, but now it's like everybody's just mail order, 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 order. Yeah, groceries yeah. are coming. You know, ever since the Whole Foods thing, man, mm-hmm. that that worked out with perfect timing. Yeah, they did well. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, half my friends are getting Whole Food deliveries uh, from the. I'm like, what? I, I'll still go once a week. No, no, no. I just get it shipped in. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah so so uh unloading that commercial property was that a nice weight off the shoulders so to speak? yeah that knocked out a good chunk of debt um just responsibility it was like uh and just an identity shift yeah. it was the first time in 15 wait from unloading 15... a building yeah that's an identity shift oh please gotta expand on well, that. <laughs> <laughs> well just owning real like you know, I've sold, like, got rid of about 10, 10 real estate properties that I owned in the last three years. Well, I know you're and in real estate. You still have your real estate company, right? Uh, no, I got out of that. Oh, uh, wow. Closed that. Or, Is, that's Village I, Real Estate, I, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm still technically a part of it, but I'm not okay. I'm not active. You know, yeah. I'm, uh, I need to just retire my license and all that. But, um, yeah, it's just like um, letting – that was my last – it, in a way, it's like my last relic of that old identity. Now, I'll buy real estate again. Like, I'm actually looking forward this downturn. I think it's going to be a great time to oh, yeah. buy some properties. So, yep. My wife and uh, I are already talking about it. <laughs> yeah, good, good. That's smart. Um, but now I'm like, all right, I can shift more deeply into, you know, my goal in my 40s is to establish, I'm 41 establish myself as one of America's top entrepreneur men- mentors. Mm. And, uh, you know, what Grant Cardone did in his fifties, I want to do in my forties. I'm just blowing up in terms of books and, and thinking and speaking and podcasts, all that. Now I'm not as, not as, uh, media driven as Grant. So, you know, uh, I oh, love, you, you probably know my boy, um, Cole Hatter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. We were in a mastermind together. Oh, okay. Well, I've, I've gone to his event the past like five years. So it's, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, make money matter, man. So yeah, he's been on the great. he's been on the show. Uh, uh, what's his name? The crazy dancer. He's uh, the, the guy can break not, dance like nobody's business. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, shoot, I don't. He's part not, of his inner circle. 
Yeah, not Preston. No, but Preston's awesome. Oh my god, yeah. Preston is Preston smiles. smiles? Oh, yeah, 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 him and his girl too. Yeah, awesome yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you got you got you're in the right circle. These are all great yeah. people. So people have had the. I actually I still got I got to follow up with Preston. I meant to bring him on a show like a year ago, and things just yeah. got got crazy, and I just haven't followed up. So yeah, yeah. I was wondering go. if you knew that circle because it's funny how yeah. every time I went to those events, I'd say fifty percent of that event was usually real estate minded or investing mm-hmm. type of entrepreneurs, and then everybody else is like me, like you know, more uh, other forms of business. So yeah, it's interesting. So. Great events. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Cold knows what he's what he's doing on the real estate side. So yeah, yeah, it's good. Yep. But, but it's funny you bring these points up about like there's a right and wrong time to invest. There's a right time to unload properties. Clearly, you you got to take advantage of that. But you're still considering getting back into more investments. And like my my, my brother in law, my uh, he owns a commercial construction company, and him and his cousin do a ton of commercial investing. And mm. but they they. It's funny how because he keeps a finger on the residential market too, so he's always it's like yeah he's like because we're looking at buying a different house and then renting this whole property out, yeah. And he's like yeah he's like just wait, just yeah. And then I, I checked with a couple of my realtor buddies like yeah just if you're not in a rush just right just ride it for a few months. He's like there's gonna be something happening. <laughs> yeah 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 it's gonna be I, I you know it's gonna be sad but it's also gonna be you know, you got to be smart yourself. It's like, why, why is Warren Buffett in the great recession? Why didn't he buy companies? Yeah. He went on a buy-in spree, right? Apple's probably going to acquire companies during this because oh, yeah. they're just sitting on loads of cash and they're always acquiring, but you know, especially, um, you know, we're going to see more mergers as we talked about, like, you know, John Verbatos filed a chapter 11. That's my favorite clothing brand. All of these. I don't even know comp- that. That, that. When did that happen? A few months ago? Uh, May. Um, uh, J. Crew, John Verbatos, J.C. Penney, you know. Well, J. Crew think- started having problems over mm-hmm. a year ago because actually, my friend and one and my biggest client, her now office manager and executive assistant came. She used to run one of the J. Crew stores, and they closed it here in this area at a big, beautiful outdoor mall. And I'm like, J. Crew's closing a store? Like, okay. yeah. And that was over a year ago, so I was like, okay, yeah. there's, there's something happening there. So yeah, dude, it's it's gonna be crazy. We'll- um, but so like, how do we, how do we make the most of these times and whether investing back in yourself, investing in opportunities, I feel like, man, this is an exciting time. If you're an entrepreneur without your head buried in the sand, if you have your eyes open and you're not under significant emotional or financial duress mm-hmm. where you can make wise decisions, man, it's going to be a beautiful time. Let's pause on it. Even if cause this goes back to you could have to tell you got the mindset, right? The NLP stuff. It's like it's not even just I don't have a ton of cash liquidity right now, but during this whole transition, I mean, I was reinvesting in my business. I was mm-hmm. retweaking things that I've been wanting to tweak for a while because I usually travel a lot more mm-hmm. for my one client, but I couldn't, right? Because this yeah. uh, her 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 big industry connection is the HVAC world. Now that HVAC industry, everybody wants indoor air quality. Everybody wants comfort, uh, but people weren't hosting meetings. So the great thing is I've been using advanced levels of Zoom for four or five years. So all of a sudden, all these companies who didn't have a clue how to run an online meeting, I'm like, all right. So I've been, for the past two months straight, I was hosting webinars and trainings for all of her companies Mm -hmm. that she's connected with like crazy because this is my jam. So, um, but that allowed me to free up more time because I was stuck in my home office here more. 
make tweaks, reinvestments, and it didn't take a lot of money. But to your mm-hmm. point, you said hand in the sand. I like to call it fight the ostrich effect. You know, it's like you know, yeah, you know, don't don't just hide and hope and then wait wait for this to blow through because one. Mm-hmm. It may or blow through. It may not. It may hang out for a while. We don't know. You know, this is a new way of doing business. This is a new shift uh, into our future. And long story short, sooner or later, you got to get business done because you got to put food on the table. You got to plan for your future. You have to plan. If you have kids, plan for the future of your kids. Like life is going to go on. So don't mm-hmm. don't hide from it. Find a way to innovate, overcome, reinvent. And those are going to be the people who succeed. So. Yeah. And exactly. people need put people like us to say this to them because mm-hmm. sometimes I got to be the tough love. I don't know. Are you a tough love guy? I think you're more not tough love. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm tough love. Um, to some extent, I'm, I'm probably a little soft spoken okay. with how I approach tough love. Soft, <laughs> soft spoken with the directness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas I tell my clients, I actually during this transition, I was like, listen, guys. I'm a very motivational, inspirational person. I love helping people with their self-work, everything else. Um, prior to this, I was starting to get into more motivational speaking and stuff. And then I was like, listen, but when it comes to, if you're my client, I'm going to tell you when you're being an ass and I'm going to call you <laughs> on your shit and that it is what it is. That's it. I'm not trying exactly. to be a jerk. I'm just saying, listen, when people who work with me, they know I'm not going to blow smoke, right? Mm-hmm. I'd rather be the straight shooter relationship. And if that's not for you, move on. Yeah, I, I'll give you somebody softer, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's it. But I also, I mean, I don't just beat them up. I'm always going to, you know, give them some constructive feedback, and I do want to push them and motivate them to be that way. But I, that's where my balance is. Like, I like to motivate and inspire, but you're going to get the tough love with it. So, because yeah. I think a lot of us in our lives, I think I wish I would have had some better mentors that I've found over the years earlier in the process, mm-hmm. right? But it takes time. I can't change the past. I have to yeah. realize like, hey, man, now that you know what you know, help as many people as you can learn what you learned. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, is that what you're taking a lot into your steam for your coaching and obviously this new mastermind you're working on and everything else? Yeah, you know, it's um, – I think the, the things, the principles are still true for business. Like if you look at, um, hey, what happened how – how do you serve a customer? Well, you figure out what their needs are. Well – what started happening, you know, three or four months ago, moved the needs. Like they just, it's like the fish were over in this hole and now they're over here. But if you're still trying to fish over here the same way, it's not going to work. You got to swim over there, find out what people care about, what people need and help people, uh, you know, innovate. Like one of my projects that I'm working on right now is uh, the, my partner on it. One of my partners on it is uh, Michael Gelb wrote How to Think Like Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, yeah. And seven principles of thinking like Leonardo da Vinci. So, you know, the investor and the and the owner, primary owner of the project, John Miller, was the former CEO of AOL and former CEO of Hulu and also head of marketing for the NBA back mm-hmm. when David Stern was up there. So uh, the first principle that da Vinci had was curiosity. Okay. Curiosity. So we, it's almost like in today's world, what if instead of like letting fear dictate our emotions, letting fear dictate how we show up, letting fear um, dictate our, our energy, what if, we, what, if, what if we embrace curiosity? Like what is, where are people, where's the opportunity? Where's the need? Where, how, how can I serve people better mm-hmm. or transformationally better right now? Um, and, and there's massive opportunities. Like 
honestly, I'm still doing live events. Yeah. And I'm down here in Mexico. I'm like, you know what? I'm at these fancy resorts that are like 50% off. And host, I'm like, host them there. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to ask them I, I'm, tomorrow or later on this week. I'm going to find out, hey, could we do an event here in the fall? And then if I'm the only person like in America that is like hosting event, larger conferences. <laughs> but yeah, I finally... Cancun, a lot of those resorts are big and spacious. So even if there is still some, uh, still concerns, obviously with everything yeah. going on health wise, people can still be spaced out. And yeah, and thanks to a fifty percent off packer, you don't have to pack the room as much. You can really yeah. focus on the right people with the right mindset, and you don't have to price gouge, right? You can keep it a realistic mm-hmm. event, but also make sure you're only attracting the right people, and then people can spread out and be spaced and still get to grow uh, exactly. in a safe way. In a safe way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and frankly, and you're given vitamin D, which almost none of the people that die of COVID right. um, have good vitamin D. Yeah. If you have good vitamin D, good health, obviously, if you have lung issues, you don't want to be having even the chance. But oh, yeah, if you have pre existing conditions, that's a whole different variable. So yeah, exactly. But if you're pretty healthy, get some vitamin D and and my you're client makes the, my client makes probably one of the cleanest vitamin D supplements on the market. So there you go. <laughs> Buy your client's product. And well, you, you're you, good. Still, you still got to get your son. You know, yeah, I was yeah. telling you before the show, we were out rafting yesterday on the, on the river. So we were hitting some white water. So it was, uh, actually we weren't expecting the white water, but you know, we were just supposed to float the river and well, thanks to the recent <laughs> rains, it was a little more white water than expected. I even got ripped out of the kayak I was in. It was awesome. Oh, kayak dude, shoots down the river. My friends go after on their paddle boards and I'm like beating through the brush down the shoreline, like speed hiking to catch them. And I caught them. So that's amazing. Yeah. Within less than five minutes, they're like, how'd you get here so fast? I'm like, I just ran. And they're like, you just, you just got ripped out of the boat. I'm like, well, I don't wait and just stand around and hope for the best. I get after it. <laughs> well, you're a hot shot. Yeah, exactly. Like, hot shot. What am I going to do? Stand here and twiddle my thumbs and watch other strangers float down the river? Like, no. I know exactly. eventually after those rapids, the water will calm and slow, and then uh, they'll probably be able to gather everybody up, and I'll probably mm-hmm. you know catch them sooner or later. <laughs> so, exactly. and it happened in less than five minutes. It was great because all of a sudden I come like ripping through the brush, and my wife's one friend, she just starts laughing, and she's just like, "He's here already." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was quality entertainment. I wish we had. I wish I would had a GoPro for that one. So, yeah. but it was it was it was entertaining. But actually, that connects back our earlier points about embracing change, right? Mm-hmm. You could, you could sit here and be, you know, paralyzed by analyzing the situation or it's like, okay, well I'm on a rocky shoreline. Yeah. There's heavy brush, but I'm six foot four and I'm 190 pounds. I could push through that. So let's just go. Yeah, dude. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, you, you can't change the fact you're out of the boat. Nope. Cause the boat's gone. Can, the, the water was taken. What you do with it. <laughs> Exactly. The the boat boat made you transform and remake yourself. That's it. But at least I was getting vitamin D throughout the whole process. Hey, so. yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you're with COVID nurse practitioners that they uh, all know, know what the they're stuff, doing. So yeah. Everybody's yeah. like, yeah, it was it was it was quality experience. Actually, it was a really fun day yesterday because yeah. everybody was like, we got to get outside. Let's just unplug. I'm a huge mountain biker and hiker and yeah. everything. So it's like the more I'm outside, the happier I am. So. Yeah. And that's why, like, again, where you're at, those types of rewards, you don't even have to be inside. You could be having, they probably have, like, big pavilions and everything else uh, out mm-hmm. there and around the buildings. So, yeah, they would be happy to have you host an event right now. I don't think, I think that's a big thing probably impacting the resorts and the hotel industry is 
a lot of people were afraid to book events, especially uh, your stateside. Yeah, exactly. It's in, and the U S has been ridiculously ruthless in some areas. Like, you know, I have friends in Maui that I was going to go visit them in Maui and they're like, don't come now because if you're not wearing a mask in public, they'll arrest you. In Maui? Yes. And I'm like, what the freak? Okay. That's a new one for me. All right. Um, And cops and, and, you know, inspecting businesses in Los Angeles. Like, yeah, I heard, I heard it's really strict right now. So it's ridiculous. Like, all right, am I going to pay rent? Am I going to be able to afford to live? Like, anyway I think I think I think think a part of a lot of that disconnect is and I'm always trying to slow down and appreciate different people's points of view Um, and I think that's actually another secret to success is that you know not everybody's always going to agree right that's the problem that's why I hate talking politics because everything is so polarized right now and that has Mm -hmm. flowed into this situation as well it's like listen if people are scared and afraid it's okay then stay at home You know, if you want to wear your mask in your own house, you do that. You want to wear your mask in your own car, you do that. I don't, I can't speak for you. You do you. Um, But until you've had to try and build your own business, to put food on Mm -hmm. the table, um, to put food on your employees' tables, you don't know, right? So there is a difference. And I'm not saying we're we're sacrificing people's health. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you got to put more thought into this. Mm-hmm. into what's more of a sustainable model that is not going to destroy the economy, destroy people's businesses, as we talked about earlier in this sh- uh, show. Uh, and because here's the other thing, it's already been proven, right? As, a fe- as I talk about health, business, and lifestyle on this show, I've interviewed countless scientists, doctors, biologists over the years, and I follow all of them. And throughout this whole process, they're all on the same page. So point is mm-hmm. like, okay, stress, uh, psychological uh, depression, these are variables that you don't want to have right now because that exactly. will bring your health down. Okay. Cortisol levels. All of these things are not tied in a healthy way to going through something like COVID or, or even just a bad flu season. Like you need yeah. to be like, you should that outside vitamin D production, staying healthy, staying fit. But that comes back to your mindset and your mental work as well. Mm-hmm. So if your mindset's in the tank, you're not going to be in a healthy situation. And yeah. this is all, it's, and if you're an entrepreneur with a mindset in the tank, and you're probably not taking care of your health and nutrition and all those other factors. Like you are building a storm of problems mm-hmm. big time. So exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, uh, you're right. And you release chemically, you release toxins when you're, you just damage your, that's damage your immune system dramatically when you're in the stress state. And that's why like early in the COVID cri- crisis, when I was hitting my wife, she was reading, all the article, like spending 30 minutes a day, just going into that. And she was getting so stressed. I'm like, babe, yeah. we got to, we got to limit our article and news exposure to like 10 minutes a day. And, and which to be fair, that's actually something for all of life. Yeah. <laughs> not just during this transition. I'm not trying to make oh, light yeah. of it. It's like, I've learned that a long time too. It's like, I stopped watching the news. I don't buy magazines. I don't buy newspapers and people are like, Oh, well you're not informed. I'm like, Oh no, I'm informed. I just, if I'm going to get information, I'll go to the correct sources for it. Yeah, I'm not just going to blindly trust random fluff that's being sent at me. No, yeah, you got to filter that stuff, man. Exactly. I haven't, I haven't owned a, I haven't owned a cable bill. Oh God, I don't even know since before yeah. I left to be a firefighter. It was funny. I ran, yeah. into, I ran into a buddy of mine uh, this weekend. It was the big um, UFC fight. 
Oh, yeah. A friend of mine, you know, social distancing, hosted it outdoors, had the TV outside. Everybody was spread out because his wife was freaking out. And uh, we, we, respo- we respected it. We supported it. Like, he and her are complete opposites on the concerns. And, yeah. But we're out there, and the one guy I hadn't seen him in a while, he's just like, he's like, I got to ask you. Like, out of the blue. Just out of the blue, he goes, you still don't have cable, do you? And I'm like, I haven't seen you in, like, two years. I was yeah. like, that's what you remember about me? I was like... <laughs> Correct. I was like, I pay for an internet package. That's it. That runs my business. That runs my wife's business. And then yeah. yes, she can have net. We have that Netflix and Hulu and that stuff. But like, yeah, yeah. I don't need local cable or news and any of that stuff. No. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, that's what you remember about me? The guy who doesn't because have- <laughs> actually I didn't have a TV either when he last met me too. Like I I didn't own a TV until I met my wife and moved in with her because I after the firefighting I just like I just stayed clear of it. I just had a computer and. And, yeah, and, and a TV monitor, but that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I was I was a big, big minimalist, so yeah, you you were uh, a disciplined bachelor, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, I don't need it because I was busy. Uh, I was coaching CrossFit at the time, my free time, yeah. so I was busy at the gym all the time. I was mountain biking, working out, yeah. you know, trying to build these businesses. Like, I didn't have time mm-hmm. for that. You know, that's a classic yeah. thing from uh, from Grant and, and other great influencers too. Is like, if you're sitting there watching the boob tube. You're not building a business. So, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Not getting better. No. So, by the way, I mean, you're in Mexico, so I'm guessing you guys aren't hanging out watching the television. You're probably on the beach, in the ocean, you know, something, or doing podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, doing podcasts, a lot of podcasts today. <laughs> I, I, I got to ask, do you have more podcasts planned this trip, or, or is this bad timing? Or yeah, is this, I, got, I got several, I think I got several more, yeah, scheduled, um, and then I want to launch my own and, and pretty soon, too. We won't do it this trip. Yeah, but I, uh, we, you know, it's kind of a mix of a work play trip. This is almost like a focused work trip. Good. Um, and that, like, my wife's finishing up uh, the book that we're writing together, The Twice Born. And then she's got another book she's writing on. And then I'm going to write some other stuff. And I got a big mastermind coming up. Nice. So we had our, our true vacation was Alaska, okay. where I'm plugged. And, you know, we were in a little fishing cabin that, didn't even have internet so like yeah there you go yeah no tv in that sucker um you know so that was what part of alaska was that um a couple hours outside of anchorage okay we were in sterling alaska there's probably one of my good buddies grew up outside of anchorage so he's a amazing skier uh but yeah he's he's a before before his his whole family moved out of alaska now they all own like tons of property around the lakes in michigan but as they retired but I was like, man, I was I was hoping to get back up there when he was there. So I'm still going to go there, but now I just won't yeah. know anybody. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it'll still be better. worth it. It's go with better. your wife. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So, 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 all right, books coming, podcast now coming. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that is that a definite? You definitely going to bring the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Podcast and YouTube channel. I, okay. I need that force mechanism as I shift into like that new identity. Is you need the video, man? Videos, yeah. videos been king for a while. And I mean, I, I've as you can tell here, I record video on every podcast, not everybody does that, but mm-hmm. and it's not huge on YouTube yet, but I'm building mm-hmm. the library, right? So I'm, I've, I play the long game uh, because yep. eventually there's another YouTube channel I'm going to be launching soon, too, which is not podcast related, but I already have that horsepower built up. I put in the reps, you know, figure yep. out how I like it. I mean, I got ring lights here and, you know, mm-hmm. high end cameras and all that. It's all about you got to start practicing to figure out what you like the most. And then you take yeah. those best practices into the next project. So, yeah. exactly. so good for you, man. Thanks, brother. Yeah. 
So, uh, so other than that, anything else big next? You, obviously, rebranding of the mastermind, and it's gonna be it is gonna be called the Symposium Mastermind, right? Yes, it's yeah. We've already started that. Just had our first retreat uh, last month. Um, yeah, it's for the success successful expert. You know, people building their expert platforms, consultants, coaches, etc. Uh, do you already have that up on your site yet? No, uh, we just finished the logo um, at, towards the end of last month, and I, just in time for the uh, uh, which we call it for the retreat. Yeah. Um, so that's that's not even up yet entirely, and then. Um, um oh, what else i want to buy yeah i want, want to buy some other company i want to buy a company or two i haven't bought a company before so that's one of my goals oh so you've always gone in either as an investor or partner and yeah i'm starting businesses so like i have a couple so you're looking for a straight up acquisition yeah yeah with and I'll, i would have partners on it too so okay that's yeah so we'll see it's i've got it got my eyes on a couple options and um you know slow playing it a little bit to uh see how how the fall plays out okay yeah exciting man i mean i like yeah. i like i like the clean the cleanliness of your site i love the tag you know succeed okay. in business win at life i, I think that's a huge there, there's a lot of simplicity in that and yeah. i think a lot of people forget and we've i think we've hinted at it many times in the show today is that to succeed in business you have to take risks you have to take mm-hmm. You can make them educated risks. You can make them somewhat planned risks. I mean, there was definitely definitely different intensities of, of risks. I mean, I'm not saying, hey, man, I got a, I got an extra hundred grand in the bank. I'm just going to go dump it into this and hope for the best. Like, no, I mean, talk to some strategists, you know, get a game plan mm-hmm. together. Uh, in the end, I learned a long time ago, a buddy of mine in the financial market, he's just like, hey, he's like, so how much money are you investing into this new company or stock or whatever? And I'm like, because I was, I was very inexperienced. And... He was the first guy. He's like, well, just so you know, you're not really investing. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you're throwing your money away. I'm like, what mm-hmm. do you mean? I was like, I'm investing. He's like, he's like, that's why he wanted, he wanted to catch me on that. He's like, listen, I'm not saying you're throwing it away. What I'm actually saying is, he's like, you, whatever money you part with, you have to go into it knowing that you could lose it all. Mm-hmm. He's like, the sooner you wrap your mindset around that, he's like, it gets easier. He said, because mm-hmm. you're not going to go in with a scarcity mindset fear there will be some fear but now you've got planned fear and i was like it just changed my whole thought process around that. i'm like huh Love i never thought about that it was a long time ago but i'll never forget it so yeah exactly yeah and i think a lot of us again as you put more reps in you get better at it and it comes mm-hmm. with time so i, I figured i'd bring that up for you because since you're doing so much different things here and you've been through that process I'm, i figured you would agree with it <laughs> yeah yeah it's true you're 100 percent. i think that's your friend gave you brilliant advice and it's a whole different energy and mindset when you're you know you're you're not as out in a way sometimes you're not as outcome focused as you mature in business as much as you are process and learning focused mm-hmm. like if you look at elon musk now you have a certain level of confidence that you're going to figure it out elon musk you know one day tweets on his way to work and he's so frustrated by how long it's taken him to drive like you know 13 miles from his house in in Bel Air to you know uh, to Tesla mm-hmm. and SpaceX and he's like I'm tired of this I'm going to freaking I'm going to uh, start a co- another company I'm going to drill holes through the <laughs> build, build a tunnel uh, yeah or, or an entire network of tunnels <laughs> exactly a month a month later he's put 113 million dollars into the boring company mm. that's a new company yeah and you know and he's like 
then and Amazon. Here's something. Uh, a friend of mine wrote the book, um, The Bezos Letters. Amazon's yeah. Twelve Keys to. I've read. Uh, yeah, you have. Yeah. Great. That's a good. Book. Yeah, I was like, holy crap! I'm actually finally reading. I did that one first, and now I'm reading more of like a biography. There's another. Yeah, Bezos. It. Yeah. Yeah. And um, speaking of, since you're a fan of Bezos, there's a phenomenal podcast series called on Business Wars podcast called uh, uh, Amazon versus Walmart. Oh, so they do, that's, that's uh, like all these, these amazing stories. It's like a seven part series okay. on Amazon versus Walmart. Um, but you like you really like that. A lot of cool backstories. But um, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of them. I'm Googling right now. They even have one like Starbucks versus Duncan. Like Dunkin yeah, Donuts and all exactly. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Facebook versus Snapchat. Love the uh, Ferrari versus Lamborghini. One oh, yeah. was really cool. Um, but uh, uh, back to, uh, you know, Amazon has, they, they have so much money allocated to experiments. They consider them experiments, but, uh, you know, like Amazon Prime's an experiment. Mm-hmm. Some of them work. Look like the Amazon phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some of them, like the Amazon phone, who, who uses the Amazon phone? You even remember, remember it. Well, that was a hundred and something million dollar loss. Yeah. But, you know, they have that sort of embrace of like the healthy measure of like, it's like the old research. Oh, it's, it's, they're basically market testing. They're seeing how yeah. mature is the market. Are they ready for something like this yet? Or maybe, maybe they were ready for it, but maybe that invention just didn't pan out, right? The Amazon. Yeah. Like, listen, okay, great. Let's stick to what we're good at. Let's, let's, let's start something else. Yeah. But I like your point. They were so successful that they figured out, hey, let me set aside a percentile of cash flow for these risks. Just, I mean, because these risks could be could literally become entire new business units, right? Like yeah. Amazon Music. Yeah, that's all I listen to now. I don't listen to Pandora. I listen to Amazon, yeah. Amazon Music because it comes free with my Amazon Prime. So like, yeah, like I, I got Sonos out in my garage at, the, at my CrossFit gym. So I'm like, there we go. Like I, I just have Sonos playing. It's all on my phone. Like it's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't have to deal with the Pandora commercials anymore. I'm like, what are you doing? So yeah. big shifts, and now Sonos. Are you familiar with Sonos, by the way? The whole wireless, yeah. yeah. Sonos launched their own Sonos radio within mm. the app now. So if you don't even want to use Amazon music, now Sonos radio is offering their own Sonos, you know, online music. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So these companies are innovation, man. Innovation. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, exactly. listen, we're coming to the end of our time slot. We're actually a hair over. Um, are, are you good to help close out the show? I don't want to tap yeah, into yeah. the next podcast here. So <laughs> no, <laughs> this is it for the day. Awesome, so I'm glad. awesome. Well, I want to make sure you can get back to your amazing trip to keep working on the book, spending time yeah. with your lady. Uh, and thank you again for taking time. I know that this wasn't, you weren't originally planning to go to Mexico and you're like, eh, let's keep doing podcasts. I, I love the commitment. So yeah, it is. Uh, but, but listen, you are the guest co-host. So there's actually something I, years ago when I started the show, I, I was just say, Hey man, is there some, all encompassing words or some final words you want to leave behind for the show, for the listeners. And then it just, it has morphed in the past few years and you being an NLP guy in the mindset would appreciate this. It's like, you know what? Now it's more like, listen, everything that you've learned and everything you're about to do next, what would be a legacy message right now that you'd leave behind for people? You know, hmm. something that is, they can forget everything else they already learned about you, but it's like, all right, you know what? Here's a good legacy message to leave behind. Yeah. For people. Hmm. So a legacy message because hmm. I've gotten into that of, mindset now. I'm like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Why am I? Why am I going through all this? Why do I do all this? You know, what's yeah, the legacy totally. that I could possibly leave behind? So, exactly. They, they good change. question, Scott. 
Um, legacy message, like right before I hopped on this Zoom with you, I was doing a, I did an NLP session actually with a special forces for, a friend of mine that was a special forces. Um, uh, I forgot which division. I think he was an Army Ranger. And yeah, Rangers are legit. Yeah, and he was he's brilliant. One of the top MDs and and uh, uh, kind of a future senator as well. That type deal. Really smart guy. We actually co-started a mastermind like six or seven, eight years ago together. Nice. Um, and but I was doing an LP session on what I call claim your power. And claim your power is a twofold process. Uh, it's really uh, I take people through it where we release the old identity, release the identity that is holding you back and take hold. You almost have to shed that old before you can grab the new, right? So we, and release, shed that old identity, take hold of the new, more powerful version of you. And so for me, my, my old identity, my weaker part is, I call him weak, weak Willie. And then my more powerful part is magic Mike. Okay. And so I, I got to express, express appreciation to Weak Willie because Weak Willie, sometimes these old parts of ourselves that sort of sabotage our progress, actually they're, they have a good intent. You know, and it, it, they're trying to protect us from pain, from suffering, like we were bullied or we experienced this failure or, the, or rejection from this woman or this man or whatever, right? This wound is there. But if they control and dictate our lives, um, they sabotage us versus we know we're meant to show up as this powerful, magnetic, radiant version of ourselves that attracts love, uh, abundance, freedom, helps, you know, uh, helps people with our message and our story. So anyway, I took my friend Omar through this process and, um, and I'd say to claim your power, you have to shed and release and acknowledge um, this old disempowering version, but you also must take hold uh, and command back and forth the powerful version. So um, literally like today at, at the hotel, I was walking around, I was like, I am Magic Mike. <laughs> and you say it in the positive, powerful present tense. I am Magic Mike. I like whatever yours might be. Yeah. Mm. Do you have, do you know your two, per- do you have multiple personas yet? I've, I've thrown around a fun phrasing, but it, it sounded kind of, I don't know. It just sounded weird. Like he, your, your magic mic sounds fun, but I was like, I kind of did a little shtick off of Superman. I was calling it, you know, Super Scott, you know, because it's like, yeah. sense, but like, hey, man, like when I, when I, cause I got, I get into these flow states cause I've gotten very much yeah. into flow over the past few years. And it's like, yeah. All right, man. Like, dude, even though I'm a big positive person, I have bad days. I get angry. I get frustrated. And the, the sooner I can find a way to release that, like you said, release that weakness and get that flow back into super Scott. Right. It's like, okay, now I'm getting stuff done. We're accomplishing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Can I permission to interrupt a, what I would call a weak ass pattern for a moment? Yeah. So you have, you have a lot of powerful positive patterns that you just described. You had one little, what I would consider, and I take this from Tony Robbins. I got this from Tony Robbins, so I can't claim ownership. All right. You said I have bad days. Okay. So what would you Tony, challenging days or I have bad moments, Ah, but I don't have bad days. Okay. That's true. Cause a day is a whole day thing. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. I but like it's that. actually an identity 
when I, when I command and I'm okay with having a bad day, then I can have a whole freaking bad day. My mind will accomplish that. Right. Well said. Did that, did I have a bad moment? See, oh, yeah, that was exactly, a As soon as you said that, now I'm clicking to what I end up, because I've done a lot of uh, health and nutrition coaching over the years too. Yeah. And I'm, I'm always telling people, like, guys, it's not a cheat day. First, yeah. I don't even like the word cheat, but I'm like, if you're going to use that word, then it's a cheat meal, not a cheat yeah. day. Because the yeah. hormonal impacts of doing it for a whole day is just mm-hmm. screwing up the rest of your week, your month, et cetera. Like, stop it. Like, if you're looking for yeah, that, yeah. your supposed little reward, then it should be a cheat meal or a cheat snack if that's what yeah. if that's your terms you're going to use. So I, I'm, I, that's a, that's the first thing my brain went to when you when you called me out on that because I was like, I, I totally agree. Like, it's not meant to last the whole day. Like, yeah. okay, all right, it happened. Boom, flip the switch. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And our minds, our subconscious minds hunt for justification and for support and will literally transform a memory or a moment to reinforce what we've commanded it to, to experience. Mm. So if I say I have, I'm having a bad day, well, then you look through that lens. I'm having a bad day. Ah, this person hasn't texted me back. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, they must not like me, yeah. you know, versus this person hasn't texted me back. Ah, I got a moment to go over mindset. here. Yeah. Yeah. And also then, then you don't actually, I love where we're going with this because then it's a great way to close the show up because it's like, because then it's like, wait a minute, did you, you totally missed all the positive things that actually already oh, probably yeah. happened today, but you were in such a negative mindset, you completely yeah. ignored them. So you can't even reflect on them and appreciate them because yeah. it was a air quote bad day. <laughs> exactly. Love 100%. This is why I love yeah. the NLP stuff, man. I, I just like that whole mindset stuff. It's just, yeah. That's a great way to bring the show to a close. Nicely done. Have you done, have you done an NLP session yet? No. I mean, I, oh. I, I've had lots of NLP people on the show. I keep, I mean, it's on my to-do list, you know, it's because I, I, love, I love this stuff. I've had so many people like yourself who've been through it. Uh, you're actually a master at it, right? Yeah, master practitioner. Yeah. 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 Um, same, you know, certifications Tony Robbins has okay. on it. I'd, I'd be glad to gift you, uh, you know, one of my Claim Your Power sessions. So you can experience. Right, yeah. Well, I already like your style because you're like, hey, can I call you on a weak-ass moment? I'm like, hell yeah, that's how, that's my style. <laughs> <laughs> you speak my language. There we go. Because I, I, I tell you all the time, I'm like, I am my own worst critic. I hold myself to a very high yeah. standard, but because I want I want to drive that success. you know. And yeah. I tell people all the time, like, we got to own our shit, right? So it's like, yeah. you know, I'm not – I do believe in coaching and working with practitioners and everything else in a lot of areas of life, but I always bring it back to, I still got to own it. You know, I st- yeah. you, you can give me the most amazing knowledge ever, but I still got to own that. I got to take accountability for that. Mm-hmm. So and a lot of people just want, want to pass the buck. Like, Oh, well maybe I need a new coach. I'm like, eh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You need a new you. Yeah. Sometimes, right? yeah let's, talk, let's talk about that off the show. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm honored. Right. I'd, I'd love to work with you. So, uh, well, anyway, so, Thank you for great words for closing us out today. Uh, for the listeners, we do let this guy get back to his uh, amazing weather in Mexico. So, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, make sure you check him out at MikeZeller, Z-E-L-L-E-R.com. We're going to have all the stuff listed at LiveTheField.com as well, as we always do. It'll be on YouTube. It's already live right now on Facebook at LiveTheField. So, if you listen to this in the podcast world, we got it everywhere. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, we are here to fuel your health, your business, and your lifestyle. Mike Zeller definitely helped us do that today. So thanks for tuning in, and remember, you too can live the fuel 
We'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com. 